Hey guys, I got great news for you if you like fantasy sports like I like fantasy sports. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, plus two in case of emergency picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop bet has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. So, for example, will Steph Curry score over or under 25 points? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Guys, do me a favor. Enter promo code LAKERS upon sign-up to have your first deposit match $10 instantly, but it's a minimum $10 deposit. And you can find this on any of the app stores under Thrive Fantasy. How y'all gonna lose Kobe for LeBron? What? And Lonzo Ball? Nah, 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 nah. Step your game up, buddy. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. 24 Black Mamba, yeah, you know that we kill them. Any team stepping up, yeah, you know that we drill them. Roger Josh, Jason, really wanna know your opinion. Uh, welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Please don't come with that nonsense unless you talking that realness. And if you come with that bull, we let the world hear it. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. We really wanna know your opinion. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Right. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. That's right. We really wanna know your opinion. Right. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh uh-huh. please don't come with that nonsense. Please talk realness. For real. Don't talk none of that stuff that they talk about on Sports Center. None of that. Seriously. Talk that realness. For real. Please. Gonna let the world hear it. All right, people, welcome to the 16 and Counting Podcast. I'm your host, Roger, here with our other host. I'm your other host, Jason. Let's get this thing started. It's been a week since we uh, talked to y'all, and uh, i got a lot of stuff to talk about. Jay, how was your week? First off, let's just get started, man. Let's make this a little more personal. What'd you do this week, man? I worked all week, every day this week. How about you? I did the same thing. Great. Six six days, kids, wife, normal stuff, and now we're getting right into it, brother. You know, love to talk about the Lakers, and that's kind of like my home space. Yeah, so we're going to start off with a little bit of a controversial topic right now. After watching all all of the interviews coming off of LeBron... I feel that he's already regretting the decision to sign with the Lakers. Duh, you're freaking crazy, brother. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Why do you... Okay. Okay, here's why. Let me tell you. 
right, I don't even want to listen, but I'll listen. Every interview that you watch with him after their practices, he looks like he's already tired of answering questions, and it's only his third day. He's short with the media. He acts like they're all asking stupid questions. He's giving one-word answers. This is not the LeBron that we thought we were signing. He's not ingratiated himself to the fans like he needs to be. Why would he at this point in his career? It's freaking LeBron James. I mean, I already said from the beginning of the jump when we even started talking about possibly getting LeBron. I am not, let me go on record and saying this a hundred times over. I am not a LeBron James fan. Lakerland, I am a Lakers fan. As far as getting LeBron James, as Jay will call him the GOAT, you know, I never was bought in as far as, you know, his personality fits with the team. But as far as what he brings to the team, as far as being a good basketball player, that's what I can appreciate. As far as all the other the media outtakes and he's not appreciative of the fans and he's not, you know, getting himself acclimated with the rest of the team, what do you expect? He hasn't been much of a team player his career. He does what he has to do to fill in to win championships. And that's all I'm really worried about with him being here. But you just said you're a Lakers fan, Mm -hmm. right? So him being a Laker, Mm -hmm. you're a fan of the person, but he also needs in turn to be a fan of the fans. No, I'm a fan of the team. Yeah. But I'm not a fan no, of individual players on the team. I'm saying LeBron needs to have a little bit more personality. Like, wow. we're used to people with personalities. Kobe, Magic, like, one-word answers don't fly here. You need to be a little bit more in tune with the media and, and what the fans want. Well, neither does playing, wow. you know, defense half the game or, you know, quitting on a team, you know, third quarter, you know, in the playoffs. But, I mean, that's what we got when we signed LeBron. I mean, undeniably, his size, his ability to play the game, you, you can't deny that. But he doesn't have Kobe's personality. He doesn't have magic personality. That's not what we got when we, when we paid for this man. That is not what we hired. That's not what we paid for. We paid for somebody to come in at his size, to bang the boards, to make threes off the corner, just to be a dominating force on the court, period. As far as all the other stuff, I mean, miss me with that. I didn't expect LeBron to be any different. Well, so, I'm just saying, like, as far as it looks like he's regretting the decision. I'm not regretting and I think he'll be fine on the court. But if he's if he's already unhappy with the questions that he's getting wow. from the media, like welcome to LA, dude. This is how it's gonna be. Like you don't get to come here. This isn't Cleveland. You, you don't run everything wow. in this organization. Now you have to play ball with us. Even though you're sixteen years in, multiple wow. championships, multiple all stars, multiple MVPs, you didn't do that in a Laker uniform. So you need to come in here with the more open mind about everything. Eh, agree to disagree. I mean, again, he is, you know, he's LeBron James. So with that said, I mean, he's going to come in with his own way of doing things. And the team is going to have to kind of enmesh themselves with the way LeBron James does business as a Laker player. Now, with that said, I mean, our front office is going to do what they have to do to make sure they take care of the man, because we do have him for four years, and in those four years, I'd like to see at least three championships out of our team. I mean, realistically, three out of four, I mean, that's kind of what I'm shooting for. This first year is kind of, eh, it is what it is, and we're getting our team together, we're gelling, and then next year, hopefully, we can make some more trades and get some decent, you know, another decent big man or something along those lines to make the team complete. But, I mean, three out of four championships out of four years of having this guy? I mean, what the hell can we really complain about? Well, let's see if that happens. Well, it's it's a good possibility. Anything's possible, though. So, with LeBron being on the team now, which out of the young core do you see benefiting the most from his presence on the team? 
Kyle Kuzma. Why is that? Uh, his his position is going to be diversified so much with the addition of LeBron James. Wow. I mean, you have a kid that's six nine that's going to be possibly playing the center. Not possibly, will be playing the center when we play small ball this season. I mean, that can also run the court, run the ball. Wow. He can dish out dimes. I mean, if, why wouldn't I see anybody else benefiting the most aside from him? That's a great answer, but it's wrong. Ah, this fucking guy. The the best the, the person who's going to benefit the most is Lonzo. They, they literally have similar games. Rebounding, assisting, just doing whatever it takes to win the game. He's going to show Lonzo the way. He's going to show Lonzo the way with the, the in-game intensity that we need from Lonzo that we didn't see last year. The overall business savvy. The overall There's game, no business savvy going to be talking about Lonzo Ball. Their games, his dad runs his business. Let's be <laughs> Come on now. All the brain in the house. Their games are so similar that that's who Lonzo's favorite player was coming up. It wasn't Kobe, even though he's from L.A. It was LeBron James because he wow. sees himself in him. And if you remember last year, when the Lakers played the Cavs, I didn't see LeBron pulling Kuzma to the side and talking to him after the game. You know that whole wow. like under-the-jersey talk they had with Lonzo and him? That's the reason why he's on this team. Trial. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I could see your point. Not really. I mean, Lonzo Ball is Lonzo Ball. I mean, he's a natural. He's a natural, great athlete. Um, I, what I think what's going to benefit Trial. him the most is actually paying attention to his coaches and the rest of the people on his team. I mean, you have other players on that team besides just Trial. LeBron James. They're going to help motivate this whole team. Yeah, you, you also have to figure. Rajon Rondo is tested in that position, is a veteran as well. Unbeknownst to anybody else, I mean, Rajon Rondo may come off out of the season, not off the bench, may be taking over Lonzo Ball's spot. So, I mean, at that point in time, who's Lonzo going to have to look up to? Who's going to be his direct competition? It's not going to be LeBron James. LeBron James is going to be there. Yeah, he can shut his mouth, listen to LeBron James, take his, in, his insight from him. But when you're competing against another guy that's proven, that's a proven veteran in that position, that's going to teach you things that LeBron James doesn't know about being a point guard, yeah, I think Rajon Rondo is going to be that villain. But LeBron's been a, a basic point guard his whole career. Like, who's the point guard that he's had? He has had? not been a basic point guard his whole career. Yeah. He's, no, he's been he's been a guard his whole career, yeah. not a point guard. He's, he's he, been yeah. the, the point forward his whole career. Right? Okay. So, point being what I'm, what that's my emphasis there. Like, when he played with Kyrie, Kyrie was the quote-unquote point guard, but the assist leader wasn't Kyrie. It was no, it was LeBron. Le- LeBron. He ran the offense, of that course. What does a point guard do? R- brings the ball up the court now. Runs the Trial. offense. Not anymore. Uh, he brings the ball up the court. The point guard runs the offense. Uh, the job of the point guard... You just said right now LeBron James. It was his play point guard. No, he played guard. He was technically as a point forward, right? So he really plays small forward. That's his mm-hmm. natural position. Exactly. However, he plays like a point guard. He brings the ball up. He dishes the ball where it's supposed to go. Trial. That's basically what a point guard does. Yeah, so you could, you could argue that point and say Kobe Bryant was a point guard. But he wasn't a point guard. Trial. Well, he initiated the offense. Okay, that's my yeah. point. So... No, 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 no. Let's stay right here. Let's stay right here. LeBron James is not a point guard. Period. LeBron James is, it will never be a point guard. Trial. He may be able to act and assist like a point guard. 
and you may be able to run an offense and flow an offense as a point guard would. But as far as to manipulate bodies and get into the positions that a point guard could do, like a Chris Paul or a Rajon Rondo or a Tyron Lue, which was one of his coaches, I mean, I can go back and back and day. He's not that person. He can be that person. That's like saying Magic Johnson was a point guard. Magic Johnson was a point guard. No, he facilitated the offense. Wait. Magic Johnson was the starting point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, I know, but he facilitated the offense. And his body size, his natural position, was not a point guard. He could play that role. So He could also play a, a power forward. He could also play any other spot on the court. Magic is a hybrid. He could literally do anything on the court. That's right. I don't think, I don't think LeBron James can do that effectively. Throughout a whole season, at this point in time in his career, are you telling me you want LeBron James facilitating our whole offense so then we actually make it to the playoffs this old man is tired that's what you're telling me you want no i didn't say that okay what i'm saying is that he has played point guard Mm -hmm. on and off Mm -hmm. right and his game and lonzo's game are similar minus the scoring right now but really rondo lebron and trial Lonzo all are similar in, in game game styles. The difference is LeBron can score. And those other two guys can't. That's why I think with Rondo on the team, the one who's going to benefit the most from Rondo is Kuzma. Because they've already sparked up a, a relationship in, in this first week of, of uh, training camp. And even before that, they were watching film Try. together. He was giving tips to Kuzma how to break down film, how to watch film. Learning how to do that is big for Try. Kuzma because he he wants to be a great player. So he's going to LeBron. He's going to Rondo. Try. He's trying. He went with Kobe during the summer. He's trying to be a sponge to those guys and take everything he can off of them. Try. I haven't heard that same thing from Lonzo. I haven't heard him going to Rondo, going to LeBron going to Kobe and asking for advice. All are in the organization that he can take from at any point in time that he wants. It doesn't seem like he has that same go-get-it spirit like Kuzma does, which is why I think Kuzma and Rondo are like two peas in a pod. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, seeing as we've talked about the different size size of these guys, I mean, the, the, what's going to be, what is going to be our best style of play for the Lakers? Because, I mean, right now, looking at us, looking at our team overall, I mean, our positions are endless. I mean, we can run small ball. We can run, you know, traditional, you know, West Coast offense. I mean, run and gun. I mean, what do you think is going to be our style of play this season with the addition of LeBron James? Well, I think now we're completely positionless, minus JaVale McGee. Trial. We can switch one through five pretty much with everybody. So I think for us with the young core, the best thing to do is get out and run. Like these guys have all the energy. They're still fast. They can still jump out of the building. So why Trial. not use that to our advantage? Last year when they did that, they by the uh, I heard an interview with Brandon Ingram, and he was saying that by the third and fourth quarter, he noticed that the other teams were getting wow. tired because they were just running and running and running. The problem was last year, they didn't have that closer. This year, they have the closer. So if they need to slow it down in the fourth wow. quarter and get a bucket, they can do that. Last year, they, they didn't know who to go to. There was no quote-unquote wow. go-to guy. 
they were still learning on the job. This year, all those problems are solved. So I say we run as our first offense. And if nothing's there, we can play half court. We have the guys that can do that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I'm, I've been going back and forth on JaVale McGee, you know, trying to figure out where he actually fits into our team. I mean, again, with us, I mean, I see us more as a run-and-gun type of team. I mean, get down. We have our offense set up before we even get to half court, meaning where we've already got our plays mined out. These guys know what the hell to run. As soon as we get the rebound, we're off and going. Ball's down the court. You know, four seconds, we're already at half court, and we already got our plays made doing what we have to do. And JaVale McGee, I mean, he can score. I mean, he's been showing some some – Decency, I should say, in uh, in the preseason, in the off season. Uh, I mean, his field goal percentage has always been high, you know, over his career, low in the 60s. Um, he's just, for what we need him for, he just doesn't seem to fit. He's not much of a rebounder given his size. He wears the hell of a fanny pack. Uh, I mean, but fuck besides that, I mean, I don't know how he fits into our team besides just a really big body. Well... Yeah, that's that's what we need though. Without him, we don't have a really quote unquote seven footer. Like that's that's it. His job on this team is to run to the rim, turn post, set screens, catch lobs. Like trial. We need a rim protector. And we can't rely on Kuzma to do that. He's never done it before. He's only six nine. This would be his first year ever playing center his whole life growing up. Trial. Whereas JaVel McGee, he's going to wind up being our starter. He's not going to play a ton of minutes, but he's going to have to start because the other teams all, you know, are all going to start their traditional centers. And you don't want to get one of our core guys that we're going to have there finishing the game in foul trouble early because they can't guard a center. They can't box out a center. So I see him starting, setting a lot of screener roles with Rondo, setting a lot of screener roles with LeBron. Rolling to the rim, catching lobs, you know. At that point, when those two guys set screens, someone has to make a decision. Either you're going to stay with Rondo, and you're going to leave JaVel open for a wide-open dunk, or you're going to go with JaVel, and you're going to leave Rondo playing uh, four-on-three at that point because you got JaVel doubled. True. Rondo's open. True. He's going to either take it to the rim and get a layup or find someone in the short corner for the three. Yeah, I mean, do we... I just look at JaVel, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, again, you know, with Kuzma only being a few inches shorter than, shorter than him in that, in that center position, him being able to stretch that five position, being able to pull out, still be rangy, shoot from the three, draw defenders out of the middle, that makes the, the rim wide open for the rest of our team. Yeah, but, like, what was our complaint last year with Brooke Lopez? Get your ass in there and rebound. We need someone to rebound the ball. Like, and who and who filled in and, and did that? Lonzo. Lonzo. Yeah, but look what happened. He ended up. He, he wore down. Now this year he he's gone stronger, but you know. But you can't tell me Javale McGee. I mean, over the past five seasons, has averaged no more than three rebounds a game. He's not our rebounding option at this point either. Like I said, he's just a freaking body. But he's never really had the minutes. To prove himself there. Trial. He played on the Warriors where he played sparingly last year. Before that, he was just bouncing all over the league. He's never really gotten a lot of minutes to rebound like he should be able to. 
Trying. Yeah, I mean, he's, his career, he's, you know, about 17 minutes a game. And, and with that said, what has he really shown with those 17 minutes? I mean, I can, I can agree to your point, but maybe other, other management has seen that, you know, the time that he has been given, he sucks. <laughs> That's why I see him playing. He'll start just like they did last year in Golden State. But he won't finish. I mean, at this point, I'm like, damn, can we get Julius Randle back? No. That would be a way better fit than freaking Javel McGee. Well, yeah, it would have been. But yeah, you know? Julius wasn't going to take $2 million to come to the Lakers for one year. That's, that's, he took his money and went to New Orleans, and we'll have to be happy there. Oh, well, speaking of New Orleans, I mean, yeah, now that he took his money and ran, I don't give a shit. You know we don't want to talk about this right now. All right, people, come on now. It's all over the freaking news. Anthony Davis. Anthony fucking Davis. I don't, I don't care. care. Me and Jay talked about this before we started this podcast. We weren't going to talk about this until next week. You should see the look he's giving me right now, people. I don't care. I don't care. Anthony Davis, bro. Come on now. He's totally ambushing me right now. I know. I haven't had time to make a complete argument, but I'm going to give it a shot. I wouldn't do it right now. I'm not going to give up three of our young, young keys right now for Anthony Davis. Right now. Today. I'm not saying disassemble the team. After this week, that's a different story. I want to see how they play together, right? Let's see what, 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 what can happen. I love Anthony Davis. I would love to have him on the Lakers, but not today. Not right I would now. take Anthony Davis today right now. I, I just, right now, I would take Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis came knocking on our door I can't do it. and said, I want, I want in. Not oh, he, here's the key. Not, not for four of our players. I didn't say four. Come on now. Three to pick? What do you think they're going to ask for? They're asking for the whole team for Anthony Davis. It, basically, the, the Pelicans will be Lakers East at this point. It, it'll be last year's Lakers team in New Orleans with Julius Randle. And that's fine. How did we do last year? We didn't do that great. <laughs> exactly. This is why okay. so, so here it is. We trade, we trade today. Our depth is gone. Okay. Then, then, then what are we for the rest of the season? They don't even know what we're talking about right now. So, okay. So I, 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 brought the, I brought this up earlier while I was drinking my little Star, Starbucks coffee this morning. First thing, shout out to Starbucks. Um, let's tell him, Jason. All right, guys. Let's, let's think about it. We get rid of we get Anthony Davis. We get rid of Brandon Ingram because you know everybody wants Brandon Ingram. Unfortunately, Kyle, my, my guy, you're probably going to have to leave too. Can't trade Kyle. I'm sorry. He may be one of those people. Can't do it. And they may even ask for Josh Hart. I don't think many people want Lonzo Ball, but you know what it is, what it That's is. That's the whole team you're saying so right you now. Get rid of, you, get, you get those three guys for Anthony Davis. We're playing five on three every night with that, with that lineup. Five on, what do you think Anthony Davis did in New Orleans last year, the past two years? I mean, we literally will have three players left on our team once no, we trade. Look at this guy. No, we won't. We just literally went through this whole list of people. We'll have Rondo, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, and me and you. That's what we'll have. And I'll take those odds. I can't play. Come on. My Achilles will tear, my, tear right off my foot. Um, but no, hold on. Let me, I haven't even wrote, wrote this down. So let me, let me write this down right now. So we'd have Rondo. Oh, man. We'd have, we, you know, I don't give a shit. So I have guys. I don't care. I'm not even. I'm, I'm taking Anthony Davis any day of the week. Today. Before you see the improvements that everyone's made. What if Kyle Kuzma is the next superstar in this league? And you're getting rid of him right now for Anthony Davis, who, who is only 24 years old. But yeah, come on. Now. So, so we figure the past, past, what, three seasons he's been in the league? league. Um, he's basically one year older than Kyle Kuzma right now. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's, let's, let's see. see. Again, yeah, now this, this is where – this is the good stuff. stuff. This is that unfiltered, unraw stuff that we've been talking about, that raw, raw, real shit. 
we were actually debating this back and forth in our own heads, trying to figure out who's actually right. And to be honest, I am. He, he, he can't even tell me that he is right because he knows he would get rid of Anthony. He knows he would get rid of damn near the whole team to take Anthony Davis. As he's going through his mind, he's like, oh, 24. It just depends, right? Like, who? Give me your trade scenario, and I'll tell you if I would do it. Trial. I mean, realistically, yeah, now, now remember, you have to make the salaries match. You can't just throw in three young guys. You have to give away some of the older, older guys, too. And we can't do it till December. Mm. Trial. All right, so, so realistically, the best way for me to see it, I'm going to have to write this down. You are Magic Johnson. Can I be Rob Polinka? He's, he's cuter. Yeah, thank okay. you. Yeah, well, I'm darker, so I should be magic. You be magic. Okay. I'll be the, the Pelicans guy. Okay. Right. Call so me on the phone and give me your. Give, give me my, my best pitch. pitch. I, this is what I, I'm gonna call you. Yeah, hey, yeah. Anthony Davis. He's not gonna resign. No, no shit. shit. So, this is this is this is the only thing. This is how the deal is gonna happen. Uh-huh. Tell me what you think. I want Ingram. Mm-hmm. I want Kuzma. Mm-hmm. I want Lonzo. Mm-hmm. I want Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. And give me. Trial. Give me Rondo, because we need to make the salaries work. <laughs> so you're <laughs> telling me you have a guy that's leaving your, leaving your team. You're going to take away my whole team, because you already know a guy's going to leave. I can just wait on him and get him for, get him for the cheap. Oh, really? Like you did with uh, Paul George? I'm not worried about Paul George. You think, you think I got LeBron James for a reason? How about Kawhi? Kawhi, who says he's not coming? Who says he's coming? Who says he's not? So you know what, realistically? I can, I can mess with Ingram. Ingram and Kuzma? That would be a decent trade. And, and you know, know as far as, far as uh, two for one, no. Yeah, I, I, no, 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 I I just hung up the phone on you right now. That's perfectly fine. I'll still be here, Laker land with LeBron James, doing what the hell I need to do. Anthony Davis will be a Laker, whether it be today, tomorrow, or by the start of the 2019 season, he will be a, he will be a Laker. What's your trade proposal? That, I, I don't need a trade proposal. We're the freaking Lakers. Are you serious? I'm not going to give you the whole team. Who did we trade to get LeBron again? The problem with Anthony Davis is he's not a free agent next year. It, That's fine. It's the, so you have to wait two more years to get Anthony Davis. Maybe. And or, he, or he just starts not working. And in those two years. Or he just doesn't go to work for the Pelicans. In those two years, he could get hurt. He could. And then you're out. He could. So we'll trade for him now. Why would I? Why would I give him? Why? Okay, I wouldn't dismember my whole team for him. Okay, that's right that's now. You're, you're making my point. No, 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 no. no. I wouldn't dismember my whole team for him right now. That's that's what I just said. I wouldn't trade for him right now. Today, I wouldn't trade for him right now. Today, as I said. No, you you wanted Ingram, Kuzma, Lonzo, Hart. You wanted the whole damn team. If I'm the Pelicans, that's what I'm asking for. I'm thinking three players tops. Three players tops for for the third best player in the league. Yeah. For some guys, I don't even know if they're gonna turn out. Three players stop. Why would I do that? And a lottery draft pick. You're not going to be in the lottery. Maybe. If you get Anthony Davis and LeBron James, you're not going to be in the lottery. Why would it, why would I take a shh? Go ahead. Speak, speak your mind. mind. Okay. This is explicit now. A shitty first-round draft pick. Trial. And two other good and, players. And two, you just said three. Now it's two and a draft pick? Wow. Now, I just hung up the phone, and I'm trading him to Boston. Really? That's it. What can Boston offer him? Jason Tatum, okay. Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. They're, they're not getting rid of Kyrie. He might not want to stay. If, if they're getting Anthony Davis? He might not want to stay. Then we pick up Kyrie for the cheap. Kyrie's not coming here. Yeah, ex- yeah. 
So, so I, mean, I mean, realistically, I would. I would <laughs> we're going to get Anthony Davis. How do we get Anthony Davis? Okay. To be honest, have I thought about this? I haven't thought about this for shit. I'm just, I'm just an excited, excited fan. So, how, do we, how do we get him? We get him somewhere. Another. How do we get LeBron? We got him. I mean, I would love to have Anthony Davis. My ultimate team would be Anthony Davis inside, Clay Thompson outside, and LeBron James running the show. Is that going to happen? Probably not. I think Clay's going to end up staying. Really? Yeah. I don't want to talk he, about that. He, he seemed, you don't want to talk about that. I, I, I can give two shits about Golden State Warriors. Clay, Clay Thompson is big time. Why wouldn't you want him on your team? Because he's, he's not, not going to come to the Lakers. Come on, come on now. That's, that's like saying Kevin Durant's going to come next season. That other rumor. Well, that's more possible than Clay, I think. I think Kevin Durant's one more and done with Golden State. He's leaving after this year. They, no, that's, that's they, person. They, they, literally, they literally can't afford to pay all of them. No. Someone's getting short change, and whoever gets the short end of the, the stick... They'll they'll leave. Well, so the Boogie takes the short money just, just to stay. stay. He's not gonna take the short money. Well, we might get him next year. Send him up to Golden State, let him rehab his Achilles, yeah. and come back in our team next year. Without Anthony come Davis. Back to McGee. <laughs> Straight up trade. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> Hold on, Steve Kerr, I got a trade for you. Javale McGee. Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins. Done deal. Salaries match. See, in my mind, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why you're constantly wrong. Constantly wrong, right? See, that's the thing that I do with guys on a day-to-day basis. I talk to this bastard almost every day about this, and he never tells me real facts. He just gives me possibilities of what shoulda, woulda, coulda, and I'm always wrong. So, uh, yeah, Lonzo's back. Kind of. Back to full practice. He's practiced the last three days full speed. Yeah. Yeah. Even LeBron was amazed at... Uh, how he looked to practice. He, he was saying in that how he's, he looks stronger. He's got his bounce back. He has his timing back. It must have been off that successful uh, mixtape. <laughs> you really don't like Lonzo, huh? No, I'm not a big Lonzo fan either. Why? Why? Like for minus the outside stuff, but his on-court stuff. You know, I'm just being a hater. I mean, he's he's overall he's a, he's a, he's a pretty good basketball player, way better than I am. Pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, let me let me give him man is just a he's a good basketball player, guys. I mean, let me be honest. I don't want to be a ball hater. Um, As a rookie, he was ten seven and seven. Ten points, seven rebounds, seven assists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm saying they. Uh, we have some new listeners that don't know what that means. Okay, okay. So, yeah, what he played? That's fair. He, he, he's a little fragile, but. That being said, only three other people have done that, and two other people have done that in their rookie year. One, One of course, being Ben Simmons. Yeah. Ben Simmons, Lonzo Ball. John Blank. Damn. Either either way. We we have to pay for a better stretch. Where's my wife? They're off today. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways so, so back to Lonzo Ball, I mean, you know, he's, I, I, do I think he's going to be what his father said he was going to be, you know, the face of the Lakers and the franchise? Not now. No, no. I don't think he will ever be that. Do I think he'll be a franchise player for a team? Um, maybe. So, was Jason Kidd a franchise player? No. You don't think so? I mean, I believe so, but he was never... Taunt, he was never like positioned as one. Like when he was on the Nets, he was their franchise player who took him to the finals. Yes, yes for two years. Mm-hmm. 
You don't think Lonzo can ever get up to the franchise player status on any team or on just on this particular team because of who's on the Lakers now? Um, this team would be hard. I mean, really. I mean, because LeVar said Lonzo ain't going to play with LeBron. LeBron's coming to play with Lonzo. It's Lonzo's team. Yeah, I don't believe that. If anybody believes that it's you know, Alonzo's team. I don't believe that LeVar believes that either. If anybody believes that, they're, they're higher than I was last night. That makes, that makes no sense at all. That makes literally no sense. I mean, you figure this Laker team, whose team is it? Well, let's, let's oh, it's LeBron's team. No, 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 let's be honest. Well, it's, it's, it's Matthew's team. team. I mean, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> and well, and agree, like yeah. half people out there still think it's Kobe's team, but that's and that's, that's me too. too. Yeah, well, wow. that's another thing. That's another issue for another day. It, it's about the name on the front, not the wow. name on the back. Yeah, yeah whatever. So it's like not the Los Angeles Bryants. No, no, it's the Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Magic. <laughs> <laughs> that I can agree with. Yeah, they need to change. Yeah. Orlando needs to give up the name, and we'll. we'll they can figure something else out. Yeah, the Los Angeles Irvings. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. You know, I mean, that's all due respect to Magic Johnson. The Los Angeles, the Los Angeles greatest point guard of all times. You know, whatever. Yeah, I can't, can't deny that. Whatever. In, in a big man's body. <laughs> but you can't deny it. You already denied it. You already denied it earlier. That he was no, no, not. I said he could facilitate offense. Not, not, he's not, not a natural point guard. guard. Who? Who? Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to go here now. This wasn't on our rundown, but. Give me your top three point guards of all time. Point guards of all time. Wait, let, let, let me repeat that. Point guards of all time. Point guards. Okay. Top three. Top three. God, come on now. The one that goes untalked about? Muggsy Bogues. Oh, my God. Okay. Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. Think about what he did as a player. I don't give a shit what you say. Think about what he did as a player. Look him up. Jack. Shit. Anyways. Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson? Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Okay. You're telling me mm-hmm. Magic Johnson, not a point guard. I'm sorry. Alan Iverson, point guard. That's what you're telling me right now. Not even you believe that. No, no, I'm telling you. If I'm assembling a team. I just asked for the top three point guards. You said Muggsy Bogues and Allen Iverson. Those are my three. Those are top two of my top three. Yeah, because I wouldn't put Magic Johnson as a point guard. If I was assembling a team, I wouldn't have him as a point guard because I want him in a different position. What other position would he play? Small forward? Wow. Small forward? Yeah. So he's the greatest small forward of all time? No. There's, there's other basketball players out there that I, that I would want running the court and having Magic Johnson come off the wing or facilitating the offense Magic Johnson. off of the ball. So, off of the ball. So you'd rather have Muggsy Bogues running the floor? Yeah, why not? Why? Because it leaves Magic Johnson so open. But he's not a shooter. It doesn't matter. He can still do things and dish the ball off of the ball. Like what a point guard would do? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> But, but I still, still like Muggsy Bogues. You asked me who my top three was. Okay, my top three okay that's, that's fair. I asked you. You're right. Go ahead. So, anyways, my other, my other third favorite point guard. Um, Muggsy Bogues. So, so Muggsy Bogues is your number one of all time? No, I, wouldn't say, I didn't say of all time. You asked me top three. I'm just naming top three. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I wouldn't put it. He'd be my third on the list. He's number three all time. Yeah. Muggsy Bogues. Okay. On my top three. On your top three. Yeah. On your Mount Rushmore, he's on there. Yeah, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. And then Chris, Chris Paul would be my first. Uh, Alan Iverson, Chris Paul, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. 
Because think about it, these are guys that are six foot two and under. They were playing a league of big men back in the day when it was power ball. It wasn't sissy ball. And they still did what they did. It's, it's a different game nowadays opposed to how it was back then. And these little guys did it back then. So that's me. What about Steve Nash? Steve Nash. guy. He had what about, what about 10,335 assists in his career, which is Hornacek. I don't even see him on the list. I'm just, I'm just going off the top of my Muggsy head. Bogues. I'm not reading off of it. Muggsy Bogues, 21st all-time in assists. Magic Johnson, 4th. Steve Nash, 3rd. Jason Kidd. Oh, Jason Kidd. He's probably the second. Yeah, he's number two. <laughs> number one all-time? John Stockton. But that, yeah. he has 3,000 more assists than anybody. No, you can't deny that that's all his team was, though. But I wouldn't put him, I wouldn't say he was the best point guard of all time. No, no. No, it, has, it starts and ends with magic. I mean, you can go, you can go off the stats. But so you're building a team. You're going to tell me that you're building a team. You're telling me you're building a team. You're going to have Magic Johnson your point guard. But he, but he can play so many other positions. Why would you just have him listen there? there? Because There's so many other people on your team that you can build around. Because if, if, if I'm having an all, all-time team. Okay. All-time. Let's see. Let's see. Who's, Who's your all-time top five? Top five? Top all-time. You're, you're, you're I'm building the team. team. Yeah. yeah. Magic at the okay. one. Easy. No doubt. Jordan at the two. Trial. No, guys. This has nothing to do with the Lakers, obviously. <laughs> well, Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron at the three. Tim Duncan at the four. Shaq, another Laker at the five. Trial. Magic is going to get all those guys the ball. LeBron's going to get all those other guys the ball. You can't stop Shaq in the post. Tim Duncan, mid-range game, undeniable. Jordan, what else do I need to say? Magic's job on this team, on the best all-team, is to run the show and get the... He'll average 35 assists a game on that team. You can't come up with a better starting five than that. I, probably I mean, did. Muggsy Bogues. Are you going to put Muggsy Bogues against that team? He'll just post him up all night. He can still play any position. He's a, a foot and a half taller than Muggsy Bogues, doing the same thing that he, that, that he does. I still wouldn't have Magic as my starting one. I mean, I understand your point, and I see it on paper. It looks good. It just looks good. It looks good. And then I got, like, Kobe coming off the bench, Kareem coming off the bench. Kobe's my favorite. So you're telling me. Uh, I mean, Kyle. that's a hell of a team right there. The, a, Larry Bird know, coming I mean, off the bench. I just don't buy Magic as, as my one. I mean, I see all the stuff that he can do, but I mean, also, I mean, it's, it's the speed. I mean, he just doesn't have it. You've heard of the Showtime Lakers, right? Yeah, I think I grew up. All they did was run. I think I grew up. And who ran the show? Uh, you know, there was a lot of other players. Magic. Johnson. He averaged like 12 assists a year. Let me see. Who also back in the day? Who also was their point guard back then? He was their point guard. No, there was other people on his team as well. Their starting five was Magic, Worthy, Byron, Kareem. Coop was off the bench. Maybe Kurt Rambis was the starter. Trial. Might have been Cooper. The reason you don't know who their other point guards are Cause Cause yeah, I understand. is because they weren't Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah I know. Because Magic oh, Johnson okay. Clipped them, they clipped them all the Norm, Norm Nixon was probably his backup. And he probably played 10 minutes a game because Magic played the rest of the time. All right, all right folks, I can't fucking argue that point with him. Going deep in the stats there. Right, I am. I'm going um, that's a ding for me. 
and then that's, that's uh, that. he gets one. All right, so, so West Matthews. Matthews. I don't even know who West Matthews, Matthews is. I know his son. He's in the NBA right now. He's on the Mavericks. That's it. Never heard of him, huh? Try. Yeah, never heard of him. You know, because he never played. Yeah. yeah, I understand. So Magic was the point guard. Well, well folks, I'm, I'm going to give Jason this one win this week. And with that said, I want to talk about one last thing before I wrap this up. Kurt, Kurt Rambis. Seeing we're talking about the Showtime show Lakers. Yeah, there we go. He's back, back, guys. Kurt Rambis is motherfucking back. It's a hell of a transition. Yeah, senior, senior basketball advisor. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. I mean, what is Kurt Rambis going to bring to the Lakers with Magic? Uh, a whole lot of knowledge. A whole, a whole bunch of uh, championships. Um, I think he just wanted to move back to California, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to move back to California. Uh, I mean, where was he at? Minnesota before? I think he was in New York with Phil. But Jeannie and his wife are like best friends, so she she probably called Jeannie. Hey, you got anything for my husband? I'm tired of living in New York. <laughs> Hold on, let me make up some position for him. Hey, Kurt, you're now the senior basketball advisor. What do I do? Not a damn thing. Magic's got got it covered. Thank you. For the, for the most part, part show, show up. up uh, your, your name's on the, on the, on the roster. And there, there, there it is. Come on and wear your uh, taped up glasses. We can roll you out there for some appearance fees. Trial. But. Last time he was here, he got booted. Yeah, it's all it's all in some uh, nostalgia. Yeah, I think you it's just, I think it's a name. We're bringing back some of the people. Like that, uh, we had Byron Scott. He's gone now. Michael Thompson's their announcer, so you know, Worthy is on their TV shows. I think it was just a. Olive Branch. I don't know what he's going to bring. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, he, he does have a lot of coaching ability. I mean, he's been a head coach in the league for a few years. I mean, it's not like we're talking about just some random guy that used to play basketball. I mean, I think Kurt Rambis has a plethora of basketball knowledge. I think there's a lot of stuff he can bring. I think there's some ideas. I think he's got a lot of respect in the league. Him and Magic go back. You know, I'm sure they can drum up some ideas. And That's a great point. So he has coaching experience. So does that mean that Luke needs to be worried about his job? No way. No. No. Because just again, with all due respect to Kurt Rambis, it's Kurt Rambis. Yeah. You know, Luke, Luke Walton, he's proved himself to be a decent coach. Has he, though? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what he's dealt with? Well, well, I mean, this season will tell with him being able to manage his personalities because he's going to have a high caliber of uh, different people. They're going to have uh, different personalities and he have to contend with. I mean, he got this job off of his half a season with the Warriors, right? That was the Warriors. I mean, we could have coached them to the same record he did. So now that he has these big personalities on the team, is he going to be able to handle it? Or are they just going to run over him? Well, so far he's done a decent job. So are you telling me right now that Steve Kerr isn't a good coach? No, Steve Kerr is a good coach. Well, he's coaching. He's the one that put the system in place. But it wasn't Luke Walton's system. It was Steve Steve Kerr was still there pulling the strings. Luke Walton was just the puppet on the bench. So that's my point. Give Luke Walton his time he needs to grow. Make his adjustments. Trial. Bring himself into the league as a full-fledged head coach. That's great. And give him the respect that he deserves. For 29 other teams, that's great. But when LeBron's on your team now, we don't have any time for a learning curve. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be just fine. I have faith in Luke. I mean, he he did play with Kobe and Shaq, and so he's had to deal with big personalities before. Trial. But coaching them is a completely different story. 
Yeah. Do I think he's a legitimate coach? I mean, honestly, I mean, if I had to say, oh, would I want somebody else coaching the Lakers right now? Of course. I mean, if I could have Phil Jackson, that's always my first pick. You know, do I think Luke Walton could do it? Hell yeah, I do. You want Phil Jackson back? Why wouldn't I take Phil Jackson? His time has passed. His, his, for, for the people on this team right now, it wouldn't work. They couldn't run the triangle. And now with, with the new zone defense that just mm-hmm. null and voided the whole triangle. You saw what happened in New York when they tried to run it. It was trash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Philly even really tried New York. Oh, that's probably he. Exactly. He's like, "How much are you gonna pay me?" Sure, I'll come. Why not? And then they bought him out anyways. Thanks for the sixty mil. Back to California on the beach. Thanks for coming. All right, so they got four games this week, including tonight. Their opener. They got the Nuggets twice. They got the Kings on Thursday and the Clippers on Saturday. What do you think their record's going to be after this week, preseason? 4 0. 4 0. Come on. I mean, you think they're. Wait, you didn't hear me. I said they have the Kings on Thursday. You still think they're going 4 0? Oh, the Kings. Yeah, the Kings. Yeah. So 4 0? Yeah, 4 0. What about the Battle of LA at the Honda Center on Saturday? At the Honda Center, which we will be attending. Um, Come on now. You think they're going to go 4 0? I think you're right. Wow, we agreed. Like last week, I was super skeptical, you know. This week, I don't know. I'm just super pumped. I, I, right now, as we're recording, it's Sunday at 12 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Six more hours, we'll be watching the Lakers. And you might get a post-game podcast from us. Just keep an eye out. And guys, let me go on record by saying Magic Johnson is the best point guard of all time. Oh, I'm just being a douche. Thank you, thank you, appreciate that. This whole podcast without saying that, I'm like, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, guys. Well, that's us wrapping it up for this week. I appreciate you guys listening to us babble about everything the Lakers and the Lakers and more stuff. Stay tuned. Next week, we'll have more podcasts for you guys. Roger, Roger out. out. Uh, make sure you guys go on any podcast app that you guys have to subscribe to us. We are now available on every app possible. Thanks. Every, every app possible. Thanks, guys. Have a great night.